Welcome to this week's Monday meeting. Today is March 23rd, 2020. Monday meetings are a chance for motion designers from all over the world to connect and ask questions, share inspiration, uh, hear presentations, and interact with industry-leading artists on an equal playing field. Your host today is me, Julie Kraft, and today's topic is kind of everything going on, working from home, dealing with the global pandemic stuff, staying sane, you know, let's just support each other. So. Uh, if you have a question, as always, please use the raise your hand function that's located under, under the participants uh, panel, uh, and then I'll see that and call on you. Um, also, you can type question or type a question in the chat, um, though sometimes um, it's not always easy to keep up with that, so we might miss it. But So yeah, raise your hand definitely if you want to talk. Um, uh, as usual, the call is going to be recorded, so if you have any concerns about anything you say, uh, let us know and we'll edit it out before the final release. So um, opening stuff, Camp MoGraph, uh, we very much, um, it's, it's quite a ways away. So I hope everything is cool by then. And I think it's going to be the only motion event we're all going to be able to go to this year since everything else didn't happen. So uh, stay tuned for that. It's going to be fun. Lots of sponsors, Otoy, Maxon, Video Copilot, Grayscale Gorilla, Minimal Masses, School of Motion, AE Scripts. Um, it's super cool. We got a lot of sponsors. Um, also, the... An, uh, lineup came out, the email, um, quite a few people coming in. People, G. Monk, Hazel, Bard, TJ Kearney, Ryan Summers, uh, Sarah Beth Morgan, James Ramirez, Sono Sanctus, Rebecca Olson, Satine Phoenix, a whole lot of awesome people. So it's going to be a super awesome event, and it'll probably be the first time we get to all see each other for a long time. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that, and I'm praying that everything is cool by then. Uh, I think we've been talking about this a lot in the MoGraph Slack, but folding at home, if you want to like try to help um, solve this crisis a little bit, you can donate your spare computer cycles um, by signing up at folding.home.org. Uh, we have a team, Team MoGraph, which is 236817. I'll put that in the chat. Um, so if you join, uh, join our team, and then we kind of get like a ranking amongst all the teams in the, in the world. It's pretty cool. So um, yeah, if you're not using your computer rendering all the time, whenever you're not rendering, you can turn this on and it'll help. It helps um, sequence proteins and everything to help solve, like help find cures for, for other diseases. But right now, obviously we care most about COVID-19. But so yeah, even after this is done, you should keep doing folding at home because it's super helpful. It's really cool. So here we are. Um, I hope everyone is staying sane. Uh, I've had a quite an up and down week. Um, I hope, I look forward to hearing some like positive things from everyone, but totally be honest if like you're struggling because that's what we're here for is to help each other. Um, I've just been noticing that like, I have a project I'm working on and I'm glad I have that because if I didn't have that, I would have like no anchor, but it's been really hard to like focus. I feel like I'm using all my energy just to do that one thing. Like normally I would multitask and do a lot of other stuff. And it's just been like, Every morning I'm like, okay, it's like really hard to get going. And it's just been like a struggle. Um, so that's been kind of weighing on me. I've been kind of like not super intensely paying attention to the news like I was at the beginning of all this. But apparently today I think here in Michigan we're going to get the official like stay in place lockdown order. So I'll be looking forward to that, I guess. But so I don't know, I just, I've been kind of distancing myself from social media to an extent, you know, except for this sort of thing where I have people that I know are not going to say weird stuff. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to like stay sane, but gosh, it's been really, it's been so weird. So um, I've been look. I want to see what kind of what everyone's doing. Like, do you, you have routines going, all of you? Are you just like doing your best just, you know, like kind of what's working for everyone? What's helping you like, you know, keep it together? Anything you've got, just go ahead and jump in and share. Um, also, like, I'd really like to hear, like, stories about um, unexpected, like, positives from all of this. Like, things that you wanted to do for years or some things you've wanted to learn for a while and you, like, haven't been able to get going on it. Then all of a sudden this happens and, and weirdly, like, it's propelled you to, like, move forward on something you didn't expect. Um, I'd love to hear any of that. If anyone's got those, if you don't have those, I get it because, gosh, this is weird. Um, there was an awesome tweet. I don't know who did it. Uh, I kind of missed it, but it was like um, 
there was a tweet, I don't know if it was a MoGraph person, and it was like, hey, if you aren't spending this time at home, you know, getting your reel together or you're getting your, your portfolio site all set up and, and like, you know, moving forward on personal projects, then it goes into all caps and it's like, then you're a normal person and you're dealing with a crazy global pandemic and you need to chill out. So I saw that and I was like, okay, that's really relieving because, you know, we're all workaholics and we love to do personal projects and we love to be multitasking and moving along. And I think right now is a time where, if you've ever had an excuse to like chill out and not do it, now's the time to like jump on it. Liam, you got some stuff you want to say? Uh, I just want to ask Billy about Animal Crossing because he's bringing it up in the chat, and I have no idea what Animal yeah, Crossing is. Yeah, everyone except me is playing Animal Crossing, so yeah, go for it. I, everyone's telling me I should download it since I have a Switch, but Billy, can you explain what Animal Crossing is? Um, <laughs> do you have a concept of what The Sims is? Yeah. And do you have a concept of what Minecraft is? Yeah. All right. Make it way more cutesy and smash those two things together. And that's like uh, the gist of it. That sounds awesome. If okay. you just look up like the art style, it's super cute. You like walk around, you build things, you plant things, you trade, you sell, you hang out with your friends. Like I, I'm familiar with Animal Crossing because in a previous life, I was store manager of a GameStop, but I never played it. So that that's a good explanation of it that's all i just want to know what it was because i want to kill my boredom somehow oh yeah it's perfect yeah i've been playing forza for horizon which hopefully i'm going to be playing with billy soon online um so that's fun because i have a racing wheel and like a pedals and a shifter and all that so i'm excited to like do that yeah diving in fully into hobbies is obviously huge right now like like if you weren't already committed to like a game or like something like that, you should dive in like head first right now and just totally lose yourself in it because what else are you going to do? Yeah, like <laughs> nice you're stuff. talking about unexpected positives. So yeah. as much as it's kind of a pain in the ass to be a parent right now and have kids home, there's been like some real nice just like bonding times. Too. Oh, yeah. You know, and like yesterday we spent like an hour just teaching my daughter to ride her bike like without training wheels at all. Like we're just like you know what, we have nothing else to do. So you may as well just knock this out <laughs> while we have the downtime. Um, so that's kind of been like a nice thing. And then like just little moments of like not really giving a fuck about client work too. Like, yeah, it's super stressful, but at the same time, it's not like, it's not weighing on everybody as much. It seems like too, like it seems like people are being a little bit more flexible with timelines now and like, yeah, if you totally. want to take an extra long lunch, then go ahead and do it because it's not really going to matter. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else is experiencing that, especially those who are new to work from home. Like, I, I'd love sure. to hear that, like how it's affecting people that are usually in a studio environment. Oh, yeah. Dave, you got your hand up? Yeah, I was just going to say uh, I got into the video games again this weekend, and uh, I used to play with... Uh, Matt and uh, David Aria, we used to play Halo all the time back in the day, and we haven't done it in so long, and uh, I decided Saturday I'm not going to do anything, which I haven't had a day where I haven't done anything in a long time, and we all loaded it up on our Xboxes and got it going again, and we literally spent like 12 hours playing Halo on Saturday, and it was like the most glorious amazing thing because we have not stopped we're like why didn't why haven't we been doing this anymore you know why did it take a global pandemic to for all of us to finally stop working again and get back together and play a game or something so it was almost made us forget what was going on outside but uh you know it did make us slow down it's it's interesting that's nice because like Everyone's talking about like, oh, I can't see my friends. Like this sucks. But then it's like, actually you had an experience where you unexpectedly reconnected with friends. You yeah, know, and doing a lot more do. video chatting too. Like a lot more FaceTiming. Yeah. That's cool. That's a great thing. Thank goodness, like we're so well equipped right now, you know, for virtual meetings in every sort of way. Like it's so good. I can't imagine what they did in 1918. <laughs> um, so I th Liam had said something about like, how is it for those of you that are new to this, that are used to a studio environment that actually didn't work from home or 
weren't freelance or anything like that. Anyone have any like uh, stuff along those lines where this is like totally new to them? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Hi, friends. I haven't been on. Hi, yet. how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Um, I, I mean, I freelanced before for like a year, so it was fine. But we recently went work from home, my whole agency. And a lot of people are freaking out. Like, it's not, I am personally okay because I'm like, literally my life has not changed. I work from home half the time. Right. But everyone who's like not equipped, who hasn't been prepared is all like, we're going to get let go. We're going to get fired. Everything's like going to an end all dying just like constant freaking out over work things and i'm over here like cool i'm just still gonna be editing though i don't know what to do with it yeah so you can be a a voice in the wilderness you can guide everyone you can yeah i've them. just been like let go it's fine i love that you set your name to borrow um that's funny her name's Anna, but okay borrow is a camograph thing so uh, Tori, you have your hand up. Go ahead and jump in. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so I started freelancing about a month ago. Uh, I had done it like momentarily the year prior and then I was at a studio for a year. Um, so it was kind of a weird time to like be getting my grounding as a freelancer. Um, but like, I think that one ex unexpected positive is I've kind of used this time to like, before I was like, reaching out to clients, reaching out to clients. And I've kind of taken like a little bit of a pause from that. And like last week, I just kind of spent it like exploring different like um, skills and like illustration. And I tried like 3D modeling. So it's been nice to like use some of my time just to uh, like focus on creating things for like, just for the fun of it. So kind of cool. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, totally. Um... So yeah, it's okay to work. It's also okay to not work. I don't know, whatever you need to do right now. <laughs> um, in some ways, like like I said, like I'm really happy I have at least one big project to kind of anchor me. Like, like, okay, there's things I need to do, even though I can't always get, I'm not as productive maybe as I normally would be. I'm glad I have that. Like, okay, no, I, someone else is depending on me for deliverables. That kind of gives me some structure to my, to my life right now, so. But also sometimes I'm like, okay, I've done all I can today. I've got creative, creativity is not happening. It's kind of like the morning I wake up and I'm like really anxious and then it takes me a little time to get out of that. And then like I see go out and look outside, though today it's snowing unexpectedly. Um, and then I kind of get into it and I work and then around like the afternoon, it all starts to seep back in like, oh yeah, life is weird right now. Okay, I think I'm done working for today. It's just kind of this weird flow. Alejandro, your hands up, wanna jump in? So I've, uh, I've kind of had the opposite of that last week. I, it was pretty much a almost like nervous breakdown because work oh, yeah. basically stopped. It just all the work came to a, to a halt. I had one last project that I could have probably done in, in one day. And it literally took me the entire week to get it done just because I couldn't focus on work. Um, totally. But it, now I'm finally today, like good news, I actually got like a little bit more coming in. Uh, and it seems like at least for the next two weeks, I'll have some work. Uh, but I'm at the point right now where I'm literally considering, like, I'm probably going to even apply for like a, a stocking job or something like in Costco or, or, Amazon, or Amazon or whatever, just for a night shift, just so, you know, so I can deal with things. Because I'm, I'm like freaking out a little bit, to be honest. Um, yeah. You know, the, I know that two of my clients are pretty much not going to give me any work until this is all over. So whenever that is, um, so yeah, being the only sole the sole source of income for the household, yeah, it's stressful. Totally. Um, but um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to remain positive and still trying to learn new things. Um, I'm trying to obviously the work that I'm getting is not enough to fill a whole week, so I'm trying to spend some of the other time working on real stuff, working on learning new things. I'm just recently finally started to pick up uh, pick up cavalry. Uh, something I've been meaning to learn for, for, for a bit. So that's it. Just trying to, trying to stay yeah. sane. Totally. I completely forgot about Calvary. <laughs> thanks for, thanks funny, for the reminder. I'm, yeah. I, I've been on the beta and I like never use it. I just like, 
clients need to be picking it up, it seems, before I can actually yeah. like, really get into it. I mean, someone like someone needs to really champion it, like in our community. Someone needs to like love it and do do stuff with it, and, and like just like everyone has done with Houdini, like someone needs to be like, "Hey, this is cool. Let's do it." But right now, I think most of it's just coming from the the company themselves, not from like any of our you know people so much. So I think that that'll catch on if someone really like gets into it and um, kind of you know champions it. I've seen uh, some great stuff with uh, fictional UI uh, on Instagram. There's yeah. a couple of people making some great content with it. Um, okay, cool. Uh, and it seems like it's for anything like that, or you have repetitive stuff, it does seem like you can actually set things up a lot faster than you could in After Effects. Um, so I, I, I see it as a, I don't think it'll ever be a replacement for, for, for After Effects, but it does, it does seem like a really good complementary tool if what you do is a lot of 2d animation or a lot of ui kind of stuff um, i can see it being really really fun to work with yeah i'm into that i want to check that out um do you have any like um good accounts to follow specifically besides the calvary account account on instagram that you can um i look one up there's one guy that i've been following is a positronic man and he's uh one of the main guys doing a lot of uh um a lot of the fictional UI. He combines oh, okay. you know, that with uh, After Effects. Um, I'll, I'll, put, I'll post the link for him. And I think uh, actually Cavalry has been reposting most of his stuff. Um, oh, so. yeah, totally. So post a turning man. And yeah, I'll post the link. Totally. Yeah, and thanks for sharing. Like, I know that we're all trying to be like, put a positive spin on things. And even me here hosting, I'm trying to be like, you know, up or up up and positive and like, yeah, we're doing it. But I'm, you know, inside I'm like, you know, I'm dying every now and then. <laughs> sorry but sorry also, to be the downer. I'm sorry. No, you're not. You're not. I'm, I'm saying like, it's cool. You're being honest. Cause like, that's the other thing. Like, I'm glad I have a project right now, but I'm like, after that, I don't know. Like we are definitely going to have a slowdown, like, especially for freelancers. Like we're going to have a slowdown, you know, it's coming. So it's real. Mark, did you want to jump in? Yeah, um, kind of similar things going on in my world, like things slowing down, getting pushed back. Uh, I've had yeah. like two projects kind of get canceled, but um, I think right now I'm trying to balance work and life because my son is home, my wife's home. It's really hard to like, you know, break away. And even though I have my door shut, it's still like, you know, so trying to find a good routine with that, but also um, trying to look at like the big picture here and that like, even if projects are drying up and, and getting delayed or canceled or pushed back or whatnot, really trying to take advantage of hunkering down and like working on everything uh, from websites to reels to whatever, because once the machine starts going again, like, I'm going to look back at this time and be like, fuck, I wish I, like, updated my site and updated my reel. Oh, uh, like, yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Like, just trying to, like, think two months, three months out of, like, when the hopefully the economy picks back up or just, like, life becomes normal, somewhat normal again. Just having my things in place to, you know, take advantage and, like, hit that market with the like in the ground running essentially so like been trying to just like get all my ducks in a row and like you know revisit some old kind of business things I was I've been reading and essentially just trying to like put myself in a position for when things get better to like I don't know have a bunch of the stuff that's been on my back burner for a while checked off and like then I can start, you know, going after clients or, or talking with clients about, you know, prospective uh, animation projects where that might have been a live action project. You're, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just yeah, really totally. use the time to like be as uh, effective as possible um, while balancing some client work as well, you know. So um, I guess yeah, that's I, like I, a silver lining to this is that like the world has kind of stopped. And if you want to take, a few weeks off or you want to just chill for a bit cool if you want to do your demo real cool if you want to whatever you know like this is very rare i think for p 
people like us where like, yes, we're in like the gig economy, right? And we're always trying to find the next thing. But when literally the whole world's like coming to a standstill for a couple of weeks, like, I don't know, I guess my outlook is just trying to take advantage of that time and, and like ready ourselves for when like the onslaught of the economy and everything just comes back in, you know? So um, that's true. I mean, looking ahead, fingers like crossed, that. right? But no, I mean, inevitably it, this will pass. And this will be over. We had we don't know how long it's going to be, and that's probably the hardest part. Like we really have no idea, kind of the the length of the how long everything's going to be shut down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, inevitably there will be a slowdown initially, but then you're right. After that slowdown, when things start to come back together, it's like it's like going to like sky. It could skyrocket, and we could get a lot more work. And our work could be since you're like you said, since so many things like maybe have moved from live action to animation, illustration, so forth. Mm-hmm. We might have a, an uptick. And you're right, it totally could open up like totally like new connections that wouldn't normally happen. So, yeah, I mean, it's so sure. funny. That's I've had so many people contact me like, oh, have you ever heard of Zoom? Do you want to do a Zoom conference? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like they've got like the free one that is limited to like 45 <laughs> minutes or something. Right. But like, like, oh, yeah, Zoom. And I'll, what I'm finding is a lot of my clients are recording these calls and then want them chopped up. And like, if there's certain things being said, you know, like they want to publish it to like a website or, or whatnot. Like I talked with someone in like the medical field yesterday and they've had all these Zoom conferences with like professors and doctors and, and now they want to like chop it up and make content and, you know, just stuff like that where you, I think people are knowing that their machine needs to keep running, but like they don't really know how to keep it going. and you know now with zoom and skype and you know people becoming a little bit more familiar with these platforms um i think we might see some like kind of crappy work but like it's work yeah because <laughs> um, you're uh you're you're a zoom expert so you're like a consultant yeah, yeah you can download it you can get the chat <laughs> transcript uh <laughs> totally. zoom consultant <laughs> yeah you are like you can charge a consulting fee uh dan you've had your hand up for a while you want to jump in here yeah, kind of piggybacking off this because I mean, in all honesty, this is, this has been really hard for me um, for a lot of personal reasons that I won't really get into, but also just eighty five percent of my income last year was events, and like my three main clients, all of them took projects away and said uh, it, the event was either canceled, postponed, or they just brought it in-house because now they have the bandwidth to work on it in-house. So it was it was really nerve-wracking. Um, luckily, I'm the only person I'm responsible for, so I don't have a family or kids that I'm providing for, so I can eat cheap and kind of stretch my my savings for, for probably five or six months, but yeah. um, it's, it's uh-huh. a scary time right now, but at the same time, I've been talking to some of my clients and they're saying that once this is over, like mm-hmm. one of my main clients said that they have an event planned for every day in October. So they they already want to like put a hold on me for all of September and have like 200 hours of work for September. So I'm, I'm trying to stay hopeful and positive about those kind of things, but uh, at the same time, I think it, it's all, it's very important for us all to be, uh, kind of remain frugal, remain calm, just, and work on our reels and kind of prepare for when, when things start picking back up. Cause I know yeah, personally totally. my reel is like four years old. My website's even older than that. So I've, I haven't needed to update any of that stuff, but now's the time. Yeah, totally. My site in real is also old. I started right before all this happened. I was getting into finally like learning Squarespace and bothering Billy about it and complaining about it. Um, so I started doing that and I haven't finished, but I will probably after I finish this client project, I'll, I'll have nothing and I'll have to do that. So man, October is going to be like super lit. Um, like it's October is going to be the month of events, please. Um, yeah, totally, totally, totally. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, and one thing, um, Liam's been doing extra like like Zoom calls like almost every day, which has been nice. So even if you don't make it to these Monday meetings, like he's been doing like an afternoon, sometime between like one and three-ish. Um, so stay tuned to the MoGraph, like um, the Monday meeting channel and, you know, he'll post it. But it's always the same link, mondaymeeting.org. But yeah, he's been doing that. So that's a nice place to connect, you know, if you're not always chatting with people. Yeah, um, probably, I think I'm going to do it every other day going forward. So like Monday, yeah, Wednesday, okay. Friday. I don't know if I'll do one today. Probably not just because we have the call this morning. Um, but Wednesday again and Friday again, I will definitely try. And then tomorrow is the School of Motion Town Hall, which I have in the links later. Yeah. In there. But um, since we're already talking about it. Let's just do it. Yeah. Um, I can grab that link really quick, but I guess they're going to do yeah, kind of like cool. a state of the union thing. I don't really know too much about it. I kind of just quickly read it in the email. Yeah, me too. I just saw it this morning. So, I mean, that's cool though. You know, they have a huge um, following, huge platform. Should totally like do this. Um, it kind of seems like it's going to be something similar to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Right. See, like how everyone's doing and, and whatnot. I know you get you, um, you know, it's awesome. Like Mark and Liam, you've been leading the charge on this for like years now. So yeah, I, I think too. you're trendsetters. <laughs> yeah. I, Ace I makers. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I think from what I understand and can tell from like the, the thumbnail visual thing that came out is they're going to have like four people from different areas around the world be like the main oh yeah and talk about what's going on in their areas but it's gonna be like this too where it seems like maybe they'll be fielding questions but i'm not sure ej yeah, was asking it. me a lot of questions about zoom the other day so i think i think they're gonna take a, a cue from us yeah the live link is already like up there for youtube so that's mm -hmm. an easy jump in matt did you want to say something yeah uh this is probably also in the and credits um but isn't the where's my phone the mograph meetup is tonight the digital one um it's starting in boston but i think it, it's then being opened up to everybody oh no that's actually next week is it am i awake early damn it <laughs> it's okay yeah mograph mondays um so yeah you know mograph mondays is the thing that i started here in detroit and we have it in a bunch of other cities now um, no, it's okay. It's always the last Monday of the month, but yeah, it's going to be next Monday, uh, Monday night. Yeah, really anyone can join. Um, I'll be posting the, the link in different Slack channels, but yeah, we're planning on, so Monday, March 30th um, at 7 p.m. Eastern, we're planning on each local chapter kind of doing their own call, you know, to, to connect with each other. Then about eight o'clock, we're all going to come together um, and like kind of talk amongst all the chapters. There's going to be a Zoom call like this. Uh, we will have a couple of pre presentations. Um, Dave Holman and I are going to talk about the uh, recess, the latest box for a short we did. And then um, a couple of people from uh, another company we have here in Detroit, uh, Hobbs, they're going to talk about their drone show work, which is pretty cool. Um, hopefully something that will be blowing up a lot after we can see people again. And then um, I think we might have some other presentations. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. So yeah, really anyone can join. It might get huge, but you know, that's fine. But yeah. So I'm happy that's happening. Um, and thanks, Jake Williams. He did like an awesome animation and stuff that you'll probably see. You know, I've already seen it posted, but I'm sure it'll explode on the, you know, on all the social medias coming up more and more. So it's super fun. Yeah, I, I, he sent me that animation and it's like a little guy like sitting by himself and then it draws like a, a box around him and it turns into like a Zoom call. And it was like, I started to cry when I watched it. I'm like, oh, this is so sweet. Like this is, this is what's happening. Like we all feel alone and then we get on Zoom and, and we feel like together. So yeah, I'm I'm um I'm an emotional mess right now. I mean I, I am normally I'm I'm already I'm always like this, but now I'm like it's like extra, it's like turned up. So I'm like super on edge right now. So even though I seem happy today, <laughs> I am happy. I'm really happy to see all of you, but you know, whatever, just being real. I need to get the um green screen background thing that a bunch of you are doing now. Dorka, speaking of a cool background. <laughs> yeah, I decided to leave Earth altogether. <laughs> That's good. That's smart. <laughs> Coming to us live from the ISS. 
Yeah, you know, I, I kind of missed uh, the Monday morning meeting, so I'm kind of glad that uh, we're working from home yeah. again so that I can join again because I was in studio this past month. Um, the studio was, uh, I, I got very lucky in many ways because uh, the studio upheld my booking. There's a lot of people that are not being upheld. So yeah, totally. I'm going to work from home. I'm very thankful. Uh, although my booking ends pretty soon, but at least I have that, you know. Uh, I was going to say the one perk about these things is that um, of what's happening is that a lot of people are moving their usual meetups online and now you get the opportunity to like see, uh, you know, things from other spaces that you wouldn't have otherwise. There's, yeah. this, uh, there's this poet that I follow on, <clears throat> on Instagram and she's doing a, a, poet, a poet reading uh, online because she can't do a meetup. So uh, getting exposed to like all kinds of things that you wouldn't otherwise uh, yeah. be exposed to because now they're being moved online and you can do res uh, online reservations and uh, see things that she's in LA. So I never have heard her do a live reading and uh, getting the opportunity to hear her do a live reading will be really awesome, but I wouldn't have otherwise been able to do that. So it's a perk definitely to, you know, you're doing your motion meeting and now more people will be able to see you guys you know at your local meeting etc so i think it's a really good perk um uh, silver yeah totally yeah because like people have always kind of wanted me to stream our our mograph mondays meetups um and a lot of it's just socializing like hanging out so it's like not easy to stream obviously the presentations can stream but um i don't know so this is kind of like a a whole shift for like, okay, well, we'll start doing it now. Maybe we can continue it online, like after this, you know, so in some form. So it's a nice, like, kind of forcing things to move along that way. I don't know. Anyone else want to talk <laughs> about anything? I'm just, I'm just happy to just, I'm happy to just exist with humans for a moment here. It's kind of nice. Sabrina? Hey. Hi. Um, I just think it's funny that a lot of people are thinking about how to better themselves during this time and learn new things, which I think is amazing, but I'm just watching like so much Netflix. <laughs> That's super okay. That is up my <laughs> super okay. That's what we're trying to say though. Like that's, it's like whatever you... It's like whatever you need. Like you always should be, like care about yourself and be like, okay, what do I need right now? But if anything, like get in tune with yourself. What do I really need at this moment to like, to like exist and to like, you know, and eventually like you do those things that you need and you will get to the point where you're motivated to like work on stuff if you want. Right? Oh, totally. I have started doodling a lot more. Like I fell off of just like, like when I started drawing, I would doodle a lot and then getting better at animation and doing After Effects. I stopped doing drawings just for fun for myself as much. Yeah. And now I find myself like wanting to doodle more and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> That's good. It's like, yeah. you gotta rediscover that joy, right? Cause like, I always joke about like, oh, I've been doing this so long. Like I have all this MoGraph baggage where it's like, mm -hmm. I forgot what's <laughs> fun. Of, I forgot what's fun about animation. So it's kind of nice to have a chance to like, remember that. Um, yeah. so that's totally good. So yeah, if it's wh whatever it is that, whatever art it is that was kind of like, like what got, what got you into art or what got you going, got it's you like going. rediscovering that kind of that joy is, is awesome. So totally. I'm super um, excited to hear that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining in. I don't, I don't think I've like seen you like in person, right? I'm just going to call this in, in being in person. Cause this is all we have right now. So it's, I've yeah, seen you on Slack, but I've never like taught you in person. So nice to see you. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yeah. Um, yeah we, uh, we busted out a huge bin of Legos that like I grew up with, like all my old Legos and my brother's Legos, awesome. like huge, yeah. like Rubbermaid bin. And like, it was at my parents' house <clears throat> and we picked it up yesterday. And my son, he's four now and he just loves it. We're like, we had a whole like space station and we're building like spaceships and stuff. And I'm having just as much fun, just like, you know, because it's, it's all just a huge bin. So you just grab pieces and build, which I think is kind of the best part of Legos. Um, totally. Yeah. But it was so funny. My mom, some, for some reason or some way, put all of the instruction booklets from like all the Legos 
um, that we had growing up in this bin. So I have like the first oh, wow. Lego set I ever had, like in the, the instruction booklet is like perfect because we never really used it. <laughs> But I'm like, oh man, I gotta look these things up. I bet they're worth some money now. Oh, totally, like, yeah. From mid '80s, you know. Yeah. yeah, I have a, I have a bunch of Nintendo Power magazines. Like I have a whole stack of Nintendo Power magazines that I have sitting around that I open up every now and then. It's so like, it's very like, um, it like, I, I read them. It's very comforting to read them because like, oh, this was like such a, like a nice time in my life when I was a kid just playing video games and it was so mm-hmm. yeah. It's, so I totally get it. Same with Legos, like. I have a huge bin of Legos in my basement that I should pull out too. Cause what's funny with Legos, like as a kid, I feel like, like, like I had many different, you know, eras of toys, but Legos were always there throughout all of that. So like, I remember when I had like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I would build Lego stuff to complement that. When I was playing Super Mario three, I remember I would build airships, like the airships from that in Legos. And like, so it's like this complimentary toy that's always been there. It's so great. Well, you know, what's super cool. I think about Legos too. And you know, okay, I'm just filling time now, but like, that's uh, fine. Legos are, I love Legos. Like, it's so cool to just like open up a bin, right? And you just start building something. You have no idea what it's going to be. And it's totally like blank slate, like, oh, this piece is cool. Like, let me put this. Like, I feel like everything that I do now, like in my quote unquote creative sphere, has like some sort of like plan and like, I'm going to try to build this thing or, you know, like, it's very much more like uh, focused in a way, whereas yeah, Legos, totally. you just start pulling pieces and making things, and then you've got this crazy spaceship, and it's super like fun and just, I don't know, rewarding to just kind of like not think, and you build this thing, you know? Yeah, it's just like total like flow, right? Creative yeah, flow. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> but it is like, it's, I mean, it is 3D modeling. It's like voxel. It's voxel modeling. <laughs> yeah, totally. If you need to tie it into your work sphere some way, it's voxels, right? There you go. Maybe that can be like an extracurricular activity at Camp MoGraph. We'll just have Lego building, i.e. voxel building. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to, who's going to ship all the Legos? I don't know. That's <laughs> yeah. the only thing. You're going to have like, giant pallets of Tupperwares of or Rubbermaid containers of Legos, right? <laughs> that'd be awesome though. That that'd would be, be, that'd be cool. I'd totally be into that, totally, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I love Legos, it's great. Still going on Lego. Have anyone, or has anyone else here watched the Lego Master series? No? So if you oh, like wait. Lego. I've heard yeah. of it. Yeah, it's, you can stream it on Hulu. I, th- I don't remember where it originally airs, if it's on ABC or NBC or whatever, but uh, it's Will Arnett, and he hosts like oh, wow. a bunch of people for like a, a Lego building contest. Oh, Fox. Yeah, Dave says it's on Fox. Yeah. The one uh, good thing on Fox? Yeah. I mean, there's like a couple good things on Fox occasionally. It's like once a year, they have one good show. That's just my uh, little dig, dig right there. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's it's anyway. totally fun, and if you have kids, it's even better, especially if they like Lego, and if they've seen oh, the Lego Batman man. movie since Will or not does the voice of Lego Batman. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. Well, I think we have a lot of links, so we might as well sort of go start going through all of our little links and stuff. I have to jump out at eleven, so I have another call, so we can start to go through all this. Also, like if, if at 11, I have to go. So if Liam or Mark, if you want to take over the call after that and continue, feel free, you know, but, um, so Dave, you talked about it earlier, but why don't you like plug your, your stream? Let us know um, so I guess I got to get set up. I got about 20 minutes. Um, so Matt and I are going to go on the air to raise money for doctors without borders all day today and maybe tomorrow and maybe the next day. I don't know yet. Uh, and so we're going to get on the stream and we're going to sit there doing, uh, just random things like, um, Matt is going to do a cereal tasting. Uh, we might do some dailies. We're going to have people drop in. We're going to have a segment called, what are you working on? Where people can, uh, Skype in and show us their screen and show us something that they're working on. If they're doing a daily or something like that, uh, we'll have like a little thermometer that's showing like how much money we're raising. Hopefully that'll go up. Uh, and, uh, I think Matt's going to do a speed run of Super Mario World. There, it's just stuff like that all day. And it's very relaxed. It's very much a, it's not like a radio show, like a usual podcast. It's just, we're just on the air doing things. And we might just be sitting there, uh, might just be 
drinking a cup of coffee. You never know. Uh, the whole point, though, is is to raise money. And right now, it's it's a hard time for anybody to uh, to raise money because everybody's obviously worried about their own income, you know, and uh, and where that's going. But um, and so I think that's why it's a good opportunity to to bring that up because there's people who really need uh, support right now, and and um, it's it's kind of like the last thing on people's minds to give money away when you're worried about yeah. getting your own money. So we're trying to put that out there in the universe and, and help some other people for today. Uh, so everybody stop by and let us know what you're doing, what you're up to. Uh, if you want to call in and talk about something, uh, just hit us up. We'll be online. I may have been spacing out. Did you say what time you're starting that? Uh, in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna run directly following this call we're out yeah. we're like a tv network now this is like the motor right? tv network coming up next <laughs> like this is our money <laughs> yeah this is awesome we're bringing back network television <laughs> it's kind of like so um i like on msnbc how like the shows connect how like rachel maddow will hand it off to the next person that's kind of cool so yeah, we, need like that. That. we have our own network we should cool. do uh, we should do MoGraph bumpers like they do on BBC. Yeah. Up up next, Dave and the MoGraph crew. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's going to turn into here. Um, cool. No, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and that'll be in the normal like your normal YouTube live thing that you always do, right? Yeah. MoGraph, yeah, and we'll YouTube. put the bat cool. signal uh, out the on the Slack signal, and everything. Right. Cool. So. All right. Well, stay tuned in 15 minutes. All right. Um, Dave, I, I just put in the chat, Dave, before you go, you should try and get Teddy Gage on to do cooking since he loves cooking. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd yeah. Be real fun. <laughs> I'll do a cooking show. Hell yeah. Mo cook. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen so much cooking stuff posted from people I didn't know cooked. It's awesome. <clears throat> My friend Scott, who's on here, he just baked, baked bread for the first time. And uh, I love that because I've been baking bread kind of off and on for a year, so... It's not that hard. Sourdough, sourdough bread is not that hard. You don't even have to like go buy yeast. You just like put, take a jar, you just put flour and water in there. You sit it in your kitchen and like there's yeast in the air and it just sort of grows into a thing. I know that sounds disgusting, but it's totally normal. That's how, how it works. <laughs> so MoGraph Sourdough uh, Club is a new, is, will be one of our, you know, MoGraph segments. Uh, links. So yeah, we already talked about the School of Motion Town Hall. That's tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, there's some other links here that uh, Liam and Mark you put in, so you can, guys can go ahead and like jump in on any of these if you want. Um, Kyle Webster is going to be doing some live streaming. If you don't know, Kyle has done a lot of illustration, a lot of Photoshop brushes. He works for Adobe, so that should be really cool. Um, there's a online conference for Houdini. Uh, it's a game dev development conference. Um, that is awesome. It's all going to be online. That's coming up March 25th. That's this week. So if you're into Houdini or you want to kind of like see what's possible, I would check that out. Even though it's a game dev conference, I bet there's like a ton any of us can learn from that because um, obviously there's going to be more and more like, you know, intertwining between um, real-time stuff and us, hopefully. Yeah. So I think there's a ton we can learn from that. I'll, I'll chime in on that yeah, too, just because there's like a lot of people looking at Houdini from Ograph. Um, a lot of the game dev tools that come out are very much uh, MoGraph related as well. So like totally. if, if you're considering jumping into Houdini for motion design and MoGraph, like, I think the conference is going to be pretty geared towards us too. Yeah, totally. Awesome. And those links are all in the show notes? They will be, yeah. Um, they're all, they'll all be posted. Cool. Um, MoGraph Mentor has a 40% 40 40 off sale coming on, so obviously now is the best time to do some learning. Oh, Dan, did you have something you wanted to mention? Uh, yeah, but I kind of forgot about it, so I'll that's fine. Come that's fine. Back. I, sorry, I missed your missed your hand. <laughs> no, yeah, so. oh, oh you, actually, yeah, now I remember. Um, so <clears throat> I'm curious. A couple people have mentioned game developers, and uh, I've had a couple people, like either either clients of mine or um, like colleagues and friends, mention that like now's the time to get into 
like Unreal and game developer stuff. And I'm kind of curious, has anyone else been hearing that? Um, and what, uh, what do you think is driving that? Go for it, Matt. Okay, so uh, before everyone went sideways, I was leading a team of student workers um, who are game development students uh, to create a immersive VR experience. So that's that's why you're seeing the, the, the two things are kind of colliding, game design and visual design um, into this immersive VR, AR, they need more uh, talent and skill, skilled up people in that field. And so, you know, obviously we're a good migration point since a lot of those design tools are very similar to our design tools. Yeah, I think it's interesting because, um, I mean, I primarily was events last year. Now I'm going to have to shift that. But some of my events clients are like, yeah, well, now's the time to go real time with Unreal and start doing yep. everything in VR. And um, I'm real unity. And um, what's the, the AR thing? Um, Spark AR? Ben Marriott did a, what is it? Oh, I don't know. Spark, Spark AR? Spark I AR. Use this for the Instagram filters and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's really easy to use. Ben Marriott did a great uh, couple tutorials on it. Those things are getting huge. Totally. Yeah, I'm kind of, I don't know. I have really mixed feelings about the Spark AR craze because, like, what can you do with it beyond Instagram filters? <laughs> like, that feels a little What else like, do you need to do? What else do you need in life? Like, what? And Instagram filters. What else I, matters? <laughs> That's my opinion. <laughs> no, you're, you're right. You're right. I don't. I don't know what you can do with it. It feels gimmicky silly. at this point in time, but I don't know. Maybe uh, like I've seen a couple people, a couple studios have uh, had some Spark AR projects for clients, but like I feel like that's gonna be a craze that dies out. But I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I think, that's just wishful thinking. I mean, it'll, it'll probably expand, but I mean. Instagram filters are fun. I've wanted to make some. I just, you know. I just wish you could do happen. more than just that. Like, it looks like a really powerful tool set. And if you, you know, maybe if they just sold it instead of giving it away for free, um, but unlocked some features that you could, you know, bring it into your own platform or, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see something beyond just Instagram filters be made with it. Um, yeah, totally. Um, we have a, we have a local expert at, at, in our, uh, well, in Detroit here for, he works for, um, for Hobbs. Hobbs is Gunner's sister company. So Eddie Nieto, um, he's been doing some spark stuff. So I, I can talk to him and see like if he's gone further with it or if he's like kind of moved forward, you know, I know he had a developer helping him too to kind of push it further. So he was making Instagram filters, but he might've done more with it. So I'll talk to him. Normally we'd be in the same building and I would just go upstairs, but you know, I'll find him online and we'll talk. Yeah. I'm also so, stay tuned. Maybe we'll find stuff. Yeah. If, Sorry. if you know, and maybe this person does work with it too, but like I've seen a lot of people jumping on the TikTok train while they're at home now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've never gotten into it. And I'm wondering like, is that a space that we need to be thinking about? You know, like I understand it's like vine and I like, I've made a couple of my own TikTok things and like I, I kind of get it but do you think that's a field that you know as people are home and getting into TikTok and trying to cure their insanity a little bit like should we be checking out TikTok as a, a revenue source I I am yeah yeah absolutely uh I'm currently writing a content schedule it's here somewhere on my desk but yeah, absolutely. It's it's a social platform. It's exactly like Instagram or Vine. Whether it comes or stay, whether it goes or stays, or what it becomes, who can say? But in the meantime, there's there's eyes there. There's an audience to gain, and you know, I mean, all you know that there's if there's an audience, there's money to be made. 
I think in general, we're going to start seeing a, a dramatic shift in how advertising is, is uh, targeting. So I, if we got to start exploring different uh, avenues in general, I think. Um, but I, I kind of, my strategy is I tend to wait for clients to ask for certain things and that's when I dive into it. Um, just cause I hate, I hate spending a ton of time learning a bunch of skills and then not making any money off it. So I just, I kind of wait until someone asks. No, sell them on it. Just be like, Hey, I've got this new thing for you. Yeah, I, it, that's kind of hard for me specifically because most no, of my clients are, are giant uh, ad agencies. So it's kind of, they call the shots, like pitching oh, ideas they, yeah. to them never goes anywhere. It won't be cool until they think it's cool, right? It won't be cool until their clients see it done and successful. And then they're like, okay, that's safe. Let's do that. Oh yeah, safe. That's what ad agencies do. Safety. So oh man. I've been seeing a lot of yeah. metrics on the sliding of the age bracket for TikTok specifically. I know there's a couple other very similar options out there. Byte is one of them. Uh, I don't know. Nobody's gained as much traction as TikTok yet though. Um, but there's definitely a tangible slide in the age bracket. Whereas last year, TikTok was normally populated with younger people. Uh, now your 30s and 40-somethings are getting into it, especially during all this lockdown. So that's going to include ad executives. That's going to include creatives of all sorts. So, um, I mean, to me, it seems like a really right field. TikTok specifically, though, I mean, I feel like that's, that's just like the next social media Brand. I don't think that's going to really be shifting. That's just another platform for content creation. I don't think it's going to really change all that much for us. Like, I think it's our job's still the same. It's just now when we do a social media package, it's not just Facebook, Instagram posts, Instagram stories, and YouTube clips. Now it's also going to be TikTok or whatever the hell else is next. So yeah, I think that that's, sense. it's a really easy one to just tack into a package. Yeah, another format. I mean, that's what I always say, because people are always like, oh, VR and 360 video and all those things. And it's like, well, it's like, I, I was actually, I was saying this to uh, someone else in our building, Gorilla Productions, uh, Seth from there, he was talking about, he was trying to pitch some VR stuff to a local agency. And um, they're always like hung up on like the, the technical side of it. And uh, I'm always like, oh, you can downplay that. Like any of us can can learn how to do things for whatever format and like give us a few days we'll figure it out like we're content creators so i was like it's just creating content for a different format be it tiktok be it vr be it whatever so like that's what i'm always kind of educating like agencies and stuff on it's like don't worry about the platform so much worry about the story and the content and like what you're putting on there like we can make it optimized for whatever platform you need that's that's the easy part so i think what you're saying dan is totally on that specific note, I've been really struggling with some of my clients um, who were primarily just stills. Now they're trying to get more into, uh, like for their events that they're having, they're having like LED screens and like instead of print, they're now they're doing video. So they want video content, but trying to manage them they because they've never done it before and have them wrap their brains around it and like, trying to tell them like teach them the difference between like a super and a generic and like why you need generics and so you can place the logos on site and they're like yeah but we just want 30 minutes of original content and so it's it's a it's an, been an uphill battle. Yeah, they have no idea that 30 minutes of original content is an extremely outrageous ask. That's a TV show. It's a syndicated TV show. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, oh, my so, gosh. So, like, Ouch. to get them to wrap their heads around something new, like a VR content, and is, whew, that just gives me a headache just thinking about it. And maybe that's oh. just my shitty clients that are, like, I mean, 
most of my direct contacts are like 23 year old art directors that have like two years of ad school and barely know how to use Photoshop. So it's, oh, man. Yeah, that's why it's like, I, like it's hard, but like, I don't know. I try my best or we can try our best to like, kind of tell them like, like give them peace of mind. Like, Hey, like I will take the burden of learning. Like, don't worry about that. Do what you do, right? Do your writing and, and whatever. Like we will take on the, you don't have to figure out how VR works. We will figure that out and we, or we will find people that know it. It's hard to like convince someone of that, but if you get a client that trusts you, you have to like sort of push yeah, the trust a but little it, more, you know? Where, but where it gets still. tricky is trying to communicate timelines, workflow, oh, right. and budget. They won't understand. Yeah, if only you understand it, then they won't. Yeah, okay, that's that's the other problem. So yeah, when when they came at me with 30 minutes of original content and I'm like, okay, I could give you like five loops by the end of the week. And they're like, oh, you need a whole week? I don't know if we can get that budget approved. And I'm like, what the <laughs> so Oh man, that's rough. <laughs> so rough. Anyway. So I gotta duck out. So I gotta pass the baton fully to Liam. If you can continue to the end here. I will give my one hundred percent focus now. <laughs> Thank Not. you for doing that. Obviously, yeah. like, you know, I figured Although though Dave's stream is going to start up, so you won't want to stay on here too long because you got the next uh, show coming up. So anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna duck out. So thank you everyone. Awesome call. This really lifted my spirits today. I hope everyone got a little push from this too. So talk to you later. Bye. Thanks, Julie. Yeah. Bye, Julie. Bye. Um, I gotta say I was trying to sync files with a client's server and kind of lost track where we were on the list. So I think do we do the MoGraph mentor? Mark, have we done that? I think she mentioned it. Okay, so do we do Hello Lux? Yeah, Hello Lux is doing free training for C4D and Houdini, a lot of Adam Swab stuff. Um, yeah, all of Adam Swab's Houdini courses are now free, which is awesome. Um, I know some of the C4D stuff is free too now, and then they're gonna be releasing content throughout the week. Um, so I just threw a link in the chat there. Um, I don't. Did yeah, last night uh, the MoGraph guys did a live stream with Barton and the already been chewed team of their new space. Um, yep. And Dave was supposed to send me the link to that, but it's archived up on their page, uh, YouTube.com/slash/MoGraph.com. Mm -hmm. I think all spelled out. Um, so that happened last night. Um, and then you added one more in there, it looks like. Um, Alexis. Yeah, did we already do Nydia Diaz breakdown too? Oh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I think Julie's kind of hopping around <laughs> okay. a little bit instead of going from top to bottom. So, uh, Nydia Diaz put out a new video on breaking down her. her Microsoft 365 style frames and how she built those in Redshift and Cinema 4D a bit. Those are pretty cool to watch. And then Alexi just put out a like a simple ball bounce video. I haven't checked it. He just shared it in the MoGraph Slack, but I'll just put it in the chat right now. Um, Kyle Webster's doing some live streams. Like yeah, we Kyle talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then so. did we talk about the motion capture stuff? I don't think so. Maybe <laughs> uh, CG channel. I think. Yeah. Um, I'll do that in the chat. Okay. Yeah, it's 150 different motion cap moves that you can download for free. So, hmm. um, you know, something to check out there. Um, but I think one thing, just ge in general, like a lot of people are doing, giving away free tutorials or free things to watch. Um, actually, one that I just found, uh, let me pull up the link, is uh, the movie about uh, Helvetica is now free. I don't know. It's like a feature-length documentary about that typeface. Um, and let me grab the link. But uh, I've actually been wanting to watch it for a while but they've had a paywall in front of it and now it's it's free for i think until the 
either tomorrow or the end of the week or something, but uh, pretty cool, you know, if you want to get nerdy type facey like that, which I think's rad. But I mean, everyone who's who sells tutorials or online classes, like everyone seems to have sales going on right now, trying to, you know, support people like us that are at home trying to stay busy and whatnot. Um, yeah, I'm like Alejandro says, I'm waiting for the full length papyrus and Comic Sans docs, and that would be rad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a lot of good content out there. Um, so if you do have anything that pops up, please share them with us and we can um, add them to the links for next week as well. Yeah, I think that's it for links and stuff. Um, so I guess Matt and Dave are going to start their stream here in the next few minutes. So I'm going to just wrap this up. So as always, thanks everybody for joining the call. I'm going to try and keep up with these kind of sanity check-ins on Monday and Friday. They're kind of between one and three. I kind of just do them on a whim. So if you follow us on social media, just do a quick search for Monday meeting. And that's where I've been announcing them also in the slacks. Um, and then of course, audio calls, audio for these calls are posted every week. So uh, they should be up by tomorrow. I try and get them done on Tuesdays. Uh, you can get show notes at mondaymeeting.org as well. So I hope everybody has a great week. And uh, if you are around for these additional sanity check-ins, just uh, that'd be cool to join, but we'll see you in a week. Otherwise, thanks yeah. everybody. Thanks. Stay safe out there. <laughs>